Well, hello and welcome to the first episode, the very first episode uh, of my very own podcast. Uh, it's Christian Hermanson here. Uh, I'm a former Speedway racer, and, and I say former pretty lightly because there's a good chance that I'll get back into it uh, at some stage in the near future. But current Speedway New Zealand board member, I uh, have been on the board of directors that kind of governs the sport since March this year. And since being on the board, I was brought on to do a lot more in the space of communications. Uh, it's prob probably the, the biggest weakness of the organisation as a whole is its ability to communicate with members about when important decisions get made. And in particular, uh, you know, technical rule changes, but, but things that just expect that, that um, affect the their weekend love of the sport so what I'm really good at is marketing and communications and that's my professional background um, many may know or may not know um, that I've spent uh, a career communicating on behalf of organizations or, or people that um, have a cool thing to say but don't necessarily know how to say it so uh, that's that's my kind of um, spiel I guess without getting too far into it uh, and too much of a personal history uh, I, I've been to university uh, Victoria University of Wellington uh, studied down there for three years uh, worked at the Beehive for four years in various uh, communications and, and research type roles um, spent six years uh, at a technology company uh, as their communications and marketing manager and now am at Wilson Parking in Auckland as their marketing and brand manager. So um, that's that's kind of my uh, very brief uh, personal and career history, I suppose. And um, So I was brought on to the Speedway New Zealand board of directors and and just for those who who may not know let's start at ground zero where we um so as as a board of directors we oversee the governance of the sport of speedway in new zealand and what that means is we're kind of like the helicopter that sits above and looks ahead we're looking uh in all different directions uh looking at you know threats to the sport, opportunities for the sport, challenges that we may face, um, as well as promoting our strengths and weaknesses uh, as an organisation and a sport in New Zealand. Um, so I was brought on to the board in March, as I said, uh, of this year, 2023, uh, to really look at the way that we communicate with our members, uh, the way that we promote sport, how do we get new fans through the gate for our promoters and how do we ultimately promote uh, our sport? Because what we know as people who are involved and invested in the sport uh, is that it's great. We love it. It's how we spend our Saturdays and some Sundays and, and some Fridays actually, but also how we spend our weeks during the summer months in New Zealand, traveling up and down the country watching cars go around in circles on dirt ovals. So that's a little bit about me and that's a little bit about what I'm doing on the Speedway New Zealand Board of Directors. One of the things, probably the biggest thing that I've noticed um, since coming on to the board 
is and the biggest piece of feedback that I've had actually is around the way that we communicate as a board and as an organization with our members. And that's pretty much uh, my remit with the board is to tell stories and, and communicate them in ways which are, are easy to listen to, easy to understand. And, and I guess probably where this all started and this idea kind of came from was about probably two months ago, I did a podcast with uh, one of my good friends, but and also, um, well, semi-retired competitors now, Hayden Guptill, who um, has raced TQs and midgets and quarter midgets and mini stocks uh, throughout his career. He's um, taking some time off to focus on his health. Um, but I did a podcast with him straight after the Speedway New Zealand AGM, uh, probably in about July. Uh, so we, we did that on the Monday after the AGM. And, and pretty much all I did um, at, was talk about the AGM and communicate the ways um, the sport changes its rules, the way things happen. What happens at AGM? Why do things change when they change? What are the drivers? And I guess, I mean, it's it's a unique skill maybe that I have, um, which is being able to uh, talk about not even, um, you know, complicated stuff, but just boil stuff down to very simple ways and ultimately um, help people to understand what, why things happen. Uh, but then equally as important as that for me is about communicating with our people to basically be like, okay, this changed because of that, this changed because of this. Um, you know, we're looking at, um, you know, the health and safety of the sport or maybe we're looking at um, any range of different things um, is why things change. But then ultimately it's really important that we, we communicate with people um, that it affects because people go racing on Saturdays or in the weekends and they show up to the track. They haven't heard about something um, that's changed in the sport, maybe on their car and or in their technical rules um, over the off season. And the first time they hear about it's when they pull their car out of the shed and try and go racing. So basically that's why I've started this podcast. Um, I think podcasting is a great median for uh, just sitting down with people, sitting down with uh, myself, um, sitting down with whoever. Um, once we sort of get going a bit more, I'm keen to open up and, you know, get some guests on, um, get some people on. Let's explain why things happen, basically, and, and what's happened, most importantly, because um, I'm a big believer when it comes to communications and basically what works for people. How can we talk to you um, in ways where you are? Because without that, we don't have a sport. So that's um, that's what I'm keen to do, and that's what uh, that's why I'm starting this. And ultimately, let's see where we end up. So let's start at the start. Um, let's introduce the members of the board, and even let's talk about what happens at a board meeting and. Where are they held? And all of that kind of real nitty gritty stuff. Because I know um, that people are actually pretty fundamentally interested in that stuff. Tuesday the 29th of August. And so <laughs> here's the first thing I learned about um, 
being on the board, in-person meetings uh, go pretty much all day. We start with breakfast together at 7am at the hotel and we normally don't finish until five o'clock uh, in the afternoon. We we do stop for lunch and breaks and coffee and stuff like that. But um, it's a fairly big day, uh, to be honest. It's a very big day. And uh, the agenda is always packed when we are together as a board in person because what happens is we have a meeting every month as a board, but we will only do one uh, in person every quarter. So I suppose actually that was one of the things really to come out of COVID-19 and kind of the pandemic and lockdowns and not being able to travel and all that sort of thing is like any other business or organization, we realized that actually we can do a lot of stuff either on Zoom. So we do the meetings, the, the meetings that we have when we're not all together, we do on Zoom or we do a lot of stuff by email um, jury decisions or important stuff that's kind of coming through, we do that on email um, or phone calls. We often do a lot of phone calls and stuff like that. But really important stuff we save for the once a month meeting, whether that's on Zoom or, like I said, the quarterly one in Wellington. And we all get together in Wellington because it's really central for us. It's very easy to get to from just about anywhere. Um, although we do have um, a big spread of uh, people from uh, geographies across New Zealand. So our board chair and our Speedway New Zealand president is Ricky Bolton. He's based in Dunedin. He's a super saloon competitor, um, has raced for a very long time, has actually been on the Speedway New Zealand board for a while as well. Um, He's a great president. He's really charismatic. He's he's um, he explains stuff really well, um, and he's a big believer in getting people uh, on the journey and along on side. Then I'll go in alphabetical order because it's um, I think how they're listed here. There's Alice Stone, who's a new board member. She came on in March as well. She's a former president of the Blenheim Club, so she's still based in Blenheim. Um, so she brings a lot of knowledge. She's also an accountant and runs her own um, accountancy firm. So she comes from that sort of background and auditing and, and keeping us on the straight and narrow from that point of view. Uh, then I've already introduced myself. That's who's next on the list uh, in terms of alphabetical. There's Kevin Clive, who's a former Speedway competitor. Uh, he brings a wealth of experience, um, particularly in open wheel, but um, also saloon car classes uh, and all that kind of thing as well. Uh, there's Lani Thompson, who's uh, from Fakatani, actually. She is a lawyer. She's based, she's run runs her own businesses. Uh, her connection to Speedway is her family race. Uh, they're car owners and uh, her son's race. And um, so, yeah, they've got the bug through that. Then there's Matt Green, who's also a super saloon competitor from Dunedin. He is also one of the new ones, came on in March of this year with myself. Uh, Nelson Hartley, who most will know best for his work with Hartley Engines and Motorsport in Palmerston North. Um, he builds some incredible racing motors. Uh, just just some of uh, you know uh, the, the best work probably to come out of New Zealand. And um, a lot of Speedway stuff, but a lot of other stuff as well. Uh, and he is also a former midget and sprint car competitor. Um, then also there's Tim Saville, who used to be Speedway New Zealand's GM, so he used to be in our professional uh, office. He used to run 
the show, I suppose, in a way. Um, he brings a real wealth of knowledge to the board. Uh, he's also currently the CEO of the Lower North Island uh, Racing Board. So he's running a big organization as well. So, um, yeah, that's that's really, really invaluable experience that he brings to the table. And, and also uh, running another sporting agency. So, uh, you know, a lot of crossover skills there and contacts and all that sort of thing as well. And then there's Wendy Coates, who is a Speedway New Zealand Life member. She comes with experience in accountancy and running her own firm in that space as well, and also auditing and uh, very much keeping us on the straight and narrow uh, in that space, but also just making sure that we're being consistent with decisions that we make um, or things that we do. Um, to make sure that we are consistent as an organization, which is uh, an underrated skill, I would say. So that's the board. Um, there's also Aaron Kirby, who's our general, current general manager at Speedway New Zealand, who sits in on the meetings as well. Um, so yeah, so that's the board. That's who we are. And, and we're all really accessible. Um, we're all available to talk to whoever, whenever. Um, in fact, that's one of being one of the really big things for me as being a board member is that uh, I will answer the phone to anyone at any time to talk about anything that they want to talk about, any ideas they've got, um, anything. So if you hear the rustling of papers in the background, that's because I'm flicking through the agenda from the last meeting and, and using it as... Uh, I guess my prompt uh, to work out what exactly to cover. So um, on the last board agenda, just for uh, your info, let's have a look here. The total agenda was about nine pages long, nine A4 pages long. Um, it was 12 sections in the um, in the agenda. And it was a really diverse meeting, actually. So let's let's give you an example of, I guess, the depth and the breadth of what we talk about at these meetings, because it is it is pretty all over the place, um, and there's all sorts of stuff that gets flagged at these meetings. So um, the first thing that we always do before or at the start of these meetings is we confirm that the minutes that got circulated were a uh, true and accurate record of the last meeting. That's pretty procedural, but also pretty important because it's important that stuff gets recorded properly so that if competitors want to query something, they can come back and we have minutes to basically sort of talk about what um, got discussed, how long it got discussed, what got discussed, and then I guess ultimately if a vote was required, uh, the outcome of that vote. So really important. The other thing that we do before meeting, um, very procedural actually, but um, we get our board papers probably four or five days before the meeting um, and pretty much uh, you go through and you work out if there are any conflicts of interest that are on the agenda and that's perceived or actual or or what have you. So um all of that gets declared in the minutes and recorded and updated. And then pretty much if you've declared a conflict of interest, uh, when that item comes up on the agenda, you uh, either leave the room or don't talk or you definitely can't vote um, on the outcome. Um, but most times, most people will 
uh, either leave the room or just um, get rid of their sort of speaking rights. So let's just go through here because um, there's some pretty nitty gritty stuff that we started off with actually. Um, just to give you an idea and, and I guess a flavor, I won't go too much into this stuff because it's pretty, I guess, along the lines of um, admin and, and that sort of thing. But as a board, it's still really important that we're across um, all that stuff. So uh, there was some stuff about, we had a letter from an auditor about the accounts, um, some information about our insurance, um, a bunch of stuff about um, some spring retainers, which had been brought into the sport uh, to ultimately make it safer and um, to fix uh, springs that are on cars to the cars so that if they uh, came loose or fell off or something, they didn't go flying into the crowd um, and injure someone. Um, so we, we've, uh, as a board and a sport, gone away um, and made some investments in that um, for our competitors, uh, mostly for the stock cars and super stock classes. So. Uh, you, you'll start to see those sort of uh, coming to a, uh, a place near you very soon. Uh, then, so we had some stuff around the tablets um, for, because this, this year is actually, it's quite a big story actually. Um, this season is the very first season where uh, we're actually doing scrutineering and uh, what used to be called the green sheeting, which we're calling a CVI now, um, it's sort of that initial check at the start of the season to make sure that your cars fit and within the rules. Um, it's normally quite a deep dive, but um, all of that's happening on the app this year. And there are so many benefits to that. Like that's probably uh, a podcast of its own uh, in which we'll get our project manager on to talk about that. Cause he's uh, way more across that than me, but um, yeah, I was at Rosebank Speedway actually on the weekend, just observing how the app works. Um, very, very, very impressive stuff, uh, like seriously impressive, um, watching all of that uh, scrutineering, which used to be done by paper, um, get uh, sort of put on the app. So pretty much no more logbook, no more green sheet, no more physical scrutineering cards, um, although some tracks are actually going to run those physical scrutineering cards side by side this year uh, for the first year, just, just while they work out the kinks of the app and um, with their internal processes, which is all good. So not quite the end of the scrutineering card, but almost um, <laughs> coming to an end. Um, and I guess what that means is um, a lot of things for competitors, but mostly it means that you can never forget your logbook again. Um, you've got a really easy way of tracking uh, all the meetings that you've done, any scrutineering, any issues that you've got. Um, any you know outstanding balances or fines or anything um, that's still on your license um, that'll all be in the app now, um, which which has actually been in the app for the last couple of years. But um, yeah, so now we're just adding the scrutineering to it, which is is pretty exciting and actually really cool because we're we're leading the way uh, as a sport for that. And in fact, uh, a lot of the circuit racing classes and and actually kart sport are basically copying uh, what we've done in terms of the app and uh, scrutinizing and licenses and all that sort of thing. So yeah, so all of that's on the app now. So we have uh, purchased some tablets to go out to officials um, in the tracks. Um, and yeah, we were literally just approving the expenditure um, at the board meeting. Um, there was some bank statements. Uh, Aaron, who's our GM, uh, goes through his GM uh, general manager's report. Um, 
then there's some stuff around um we talked about this i talked about this on hayden's podcast but um there's some big changes happening this year to the incorporated societies act um the law got passed this year the changes are sort of being phased in at the moment but basically the old piece of legislation that governed incorporated societies is really really old um 1908 is actually when the act first got passed through parliament um so i was kind of joking with hayden that um you know probably the writers and the founders of that legislation didn't envisage um exactly where incorporated societies would end up uh these days uh because you know 1908 very different times pre-war pre-world war one um you know new zealand was only uh not not that old back then um so yeah, so the Acts had a big update. It's obviously had changes and amendments throughout, uh, you know, recent history, but it's just had a really big change to it. So, um, so we had an update from our Incorporated Societies Committee um, around that and some work that we're going to do with uh, tracks to make sure because it affects everyone uh, within the sport, not just us as the central organisation. It's going to affect uh, basically everyone um, in Speedway. Um, so all the tracks. So as an organization, Speedway New Zealand, we're going to run um, some training sessions with, uh, you know, our tracks just to make sure that they are fully up to speed with the new act, the new laws, all their obligations, because um, there's heaps of changes within that. Um, a lot of that stuff has changed. So then we also had some stuff around um, some vehicles that we're looking to lease, um, some stuff from some tracks um just updates and whatever else um we approved an alternate format that woodford glen were looking to run for the south island street stocks this year um we had some other bits and pieces around um so when we make a decision by email um, or by phone we then have to confirm them or ratify them at the next board meeting so we had some stuff um around some grants for some breathalyzers to go out to our tracks and some other sort of administration stuff that we made by email. So we were just ratifying that. Um, there were some clarifications required from the board around um, some quarter midget panels, um, a few other things. There was a couple of interesting things around some trial um, modified sprint ECUs, um, which Alan Daly, who's a very um, passionate modified sprint guy from Christchurch, is looking to trial a more modern um, ECU on his modified sprints, um, which that trial got approved um, because there's um, some, basically that's going to modernize um, the ECUs that they can run because um, I, I believe they're getting quite hard to find. And also looking ahead to kind of a, from a strategic point of view, there's a few motorbike classes in Speedway, uh, such as, you know, TQs, uh, as well as the actual motorcycle classes, um, sidecars and, and the likes. Um, so there is a wider implication to the sport there. So as a kind of organization, we're looking at that and, and you know, we're going to watch the outcomes of that trial pretty interestingly because, modernizing the ECUs in one class might have, you know, benefits to other classes. So that's kind of um, an example of where we look at stuff um, from a holistic point of view and a, and a wider, you know, impact to the sport. Um, then there was some stuff around 
in some very interesting discussions that we had um, around the LS1 um, wingless sprint uh, proposal. Um, Neil Honeybell, very passionate about that. So we sort of had a look at that. Um, Kevin Ban from the South Island looking at an LS motor for modifieds as well. Um, so basically they have done um, some research and done trials and, and all that sort of thing. Um, so updating us on on how they're going and what have you. Um, then some correspondence um, on the app rollout and a couple of referrals that we had late last season um, and a couple of decisions that we made um, around that. And then <laughs> this is all in just one day, by the way. Um, so you can imagine um, how fried our my brain was at the end of this as a new board member um, trying to pick my way through this absolute range of stuff. Um, we had some approved wheel stuff. Uh, we had midget EC. We had a request to add a midget ECU to our approved list. Um, a clarification around saloon ECUs. Uh, some technical committee feedback around the midget panels and some rules that got made there. Um, as well as approving some TQ midget uh, ECU field testing units. Then uh, we got into sort of um, some last minute stuff, which was uh, a letter from the TAB basically telling us um, they've had some big changes within their organization and how they do stuff. Um, and they were basically writing to us to let us know um, that they're keen to engage more and get some more um, stuff on their app. Um, or on their betting platform, I suppose, um, and what that would mean for us as a sport. But also looking at what we had last year and the year before and kind of, you know, what that means for us as a sport. So that was that was quite interesting, actually. Um, and then a letter from uh, the some tracks basically asking us about the app. So all of that uh, got crammed into the Tuesday that we were there. And we ticked all of that off, uh, which was a pretty big day, um, including a lunch break. Um, like I said, we, we sort of start um, at, at 8 a.m. The actual meeting starts. And, yeah, we, we didn't finish that day till 5 p.m. So it was a pretty big day. And also one of the things I'm keen to do with this podcast is um, document um, all of the kind of like do a live board meeting and kind of follow myself um through the board meeting and how we get there and all that sort of stuff as well so um that'll be cool next time as well as interviewing um some others um who come you know other board members basically and 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 talking to them about you know what we do and and giving them a bit more of a profile as well so when i was talking to people about what uh about making podcasts and what the hardest thing to do with a podcast is a lot of people told me that the the ones that are the hardest to make are the ones where you just sort of talk to yourself. But I've been talking to myself for almost 28 minutes now, and um, I, I seem to have the skill for it. So I'm not sure what that says uh, about me. But um, look, I, I just I didn't really want to cover off too much else just in the first episode, really. I, I, I really thought it was important to just jump on, introduce the concept, kind of introduce myself, introduce where I was coming from with uh, the idea for the podcast. 
I really want to keep them to be about 30 minutes every week uh, or every time that we do them. I'm going to try and do them weekly because I feel like there's a, a lot that we can really cover off um, in terms of stuff to talk about. Next time, I'll have some guests. Um, I'm going to – the first guest I'm going to do or have on is Aaron Kirby, our new GM. He's going to be next week. And we're going to talk to him about where he's come from, who he is, uh, what he hopes to offer to Speedway, um, you know, what what his sort of background or his introduction to Speedway is or was or or what have you, and really just introduce him to you, uh, our audience, who will probably be dealing with him the most um, if you ever have to call up the Speedway New Zealand office. I'm also really keen to talk about the app, which is, is coming and is going to be in place. Um, was already in place for licenses, but we're adding um, all the scrutineering and stuff to it. So uh, for this season, that's just launched. Uh, literally, Rosebank was the first track to use that on the weekend just been so keen to get our project manager on and talk about that at some stage as well so heaps to cover off um i hope you've enjoyed this first episode it's been a bit rambly it, it has actually been quite tough to sort of just sit here and talk to myself um with no feedback and and no plan actually either i kind of just started talking and into the recording software and then sort of just thought well we'll just see where we end up so hopefully this has been informative i'm i'm happy to take feedback uh if there's anything that you want to know uh i'll open up for questions um i'm keen to answer questions because that's always the best way to kind of fill the air and and that's ultimately how we're going to get messages important messages across is by you guys writing in and telling me what you want to hear so I guess that's that's episode one. Um, hopefully it's been good, like I said, and hopefully next time it'll be less of me and more of myself and Aaron and any other guests that I can get on. In the meantime, hope you've enjoyed the first episode. Let me know if there's anything that you want to know or any questions, and I'm more than happy to answer them. Thanks.